It's time for the October 3rd, 2014 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review. A cheerfully negative recap of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI 88.9 FM Irvine, broadcasting from the University of California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. Yeah. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Mahler's What's he's he? feeling a little down today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to tell actually. It almost sounds identical every well, week. Well, sometimes I mean I'm wondering, you know. But he is down. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's happy to see us. All but right. He's down. Yeah. More than half the world's population of wild animals have disappeared in the past four decades. Oh yeah. We've lost more than half. Scientists at the World Wildlife Fund and Zoological Society of London say human-caused pollution, overhunting, devastation of habitats, and climate change have combined to cut wildlife populations by 52% since 1970. Jesus, I mean, think about that. That's 40, 40 years, give or take, 45 years. Yeah. We've cut... The animal population, animal. wildlife in half. Oh, my God. Yeah. Let Meanwhile, in, uh, yeah. in animal news, an estimated 35,000 walruses yeah. gathered on a beach in northwest Alaska as their nat- natural resting grounds mm-hmm. vanished due to climate change. So they went on a beach. They usually gather on sea ice yes, offshore. Yes, that's right. But they just went to a beach because the sea ice is disappearing. And you know all that. Mm-hmm. We're going to be seeing a lot more of that as the years go by. So what are the possible ramifications for our our, our big, fat friends, ocean friends here? Because they're well, on the beach. Doesn't that make them more susceptible to predators? And it, it may, it's, I imagine it, so. It makes for or a more makes, dangerous... It, they might get hungry too. Well, there was there was some con- might get bitten. Well, there was some concern that they're they often when they're spooked when they're surprised, they will stampede. And with oh, them yeah. gathered so closely together, there was a real concern yeah. that a stampede would cause Sta- stampede of walruses would cause a, a, a lot of a, unnecessary deaths. Well, they've actually them. rerouted air flights around this beach. Well, they were going over right. the beach. They rerouted air flights around the beach so they wouldn't cause a stampede of walruses. That's right. Yeah. Wow. And in good news, Mike, allergy-free peanuts are just around the corner. Allergy-free peanuts. Yeah, you'll be able to... A food scientist uh, has removed 80% of allergens from peanuts, so you'll be able to eat... Oh, so one of those pe- genetically modified peanuts, yeah, yeah. I assume. Moving him a step closer to eliminating 99.9%. In other words, they're getting down to nothing as mm-hmm. far as peanut allergies. If with you're allergic new. to these peanuts, then just yeah. forget about it. Forget you, about yeah, everything, yeah, really. forget all things. For the study, researchers used a pulsating light system to Art. direct concentrated bursts of light to modify the peanut allergenic proteins. Careful. That way human antibodies can't recognize them as allergens and begin to release histamines. So, yeah. I guess we're good, huh? Uh, careful. You can when you use in a story where you use the word peanuts and pulsating in yeah. the same story, yeah. you really have to enunciate. I'm on the edge. You really are. Yeah. Okay. A new study found that readers of these of a story on an ebook reader, you got you follow me so far? I've got far? you so far, ebook. We're yeah. significantly worse at remembering the order of events than those who read the same story in print in huh? a book. What? Yeah. So what? you got your ebook. Yeah, I got your book. You got your print book. Mm-hmm. The people reading the ebook weren't 
consuming it all, weren't is, absorbing the information as much. Do we have any idea why, Nathan? A Stavanger University report concluded that the haptic and tactile feedback of an ebook reader does not provide the same support for mental reconstruction of a story as a print book does. Oh. The okay. brain reads by constructing a mental representation of text based on the placement of the page in the book and the word on the page. The tactile experience reinforces this pro process. Okay. So you're feeling it? Yeah, you're feeling you know, it. That's, that's it's, true. It's like another, hardwiring you there. Yeah, another input, another sensory input. The thickness input. of the pages, all that stuff right. helps you place the story and the order of the story. While e-readers try to recreate the sensation of turning pages in pagination, the screen is limited to one ephemeral virtual page. This limits sensory experience and reduces long-term memory of the text. I see. So with an e-book, you just scroll down, not... Well, well, yeah, you're you're, you're yeah, not. It's it's yeah, just yeah, this you, page floating yeah. in, on a screen. Yeah, it's it's not something you can hold physically. Right. And, and at least the way we've wired our brains, if we can hold something yeah, physically, we have a better memory of what it is. I've gone back to not a lot, but I've gone back to reading newspapers again. Yeah. Not not that I on a regular basis, but I enjoy. I I do enjoy it, that mm. experience. Yeah, I do. I mean, it brings me back. I've never stopped. It, it brings me back to when I used to remember things. I got a cup of coffee. Yeah. And you leave the coffee stain on the paper. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. a nice That's coffee a, stain on the go. paper. So you now have the, the, a the, another visual cue is yeah. what you're talking the paper about. paper goes like paper this. paper goes like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's really cool. It is. I like it, too. Afghanistan's new government signed an agreement to keep 10,000 U.S. troops in the country. They want to keep us there, apparently, but that was only after uh, Hamid Karzai refused to sign the deal, and he was out, and they got, uh, right, they got Ashraf Ghani in there. Okay. They got a new guy. Okay. We got a new guy. We like him. We, we seem to he'll like him. He'll be the him. next Pinochet. He'll, he'll be the next guy whose brother is running the drug trade in northern Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah that yeah. guy. He, he's, the, he's the new that guy. Yeah. yeah, so way to go. Yeah, because I can hardly wait for my next heroin fix. <laughs> well, let's see. You know, no, thank it won't you, be, U.S. Yeah, government. It won't be his brother. It'll be his cousin. Yeah. And, and who... He doesn't talk to anymore, reportedly. Really? You know, well, that'll be the story. Oh, that'll we, be the he deal. Doesn't, yeah. yeah, he has no idea that his brother yeah. or his cousin is now running the largest opiate trade in the world. Here's just a little aside, yeah. Mike. Yeah. I haven't figured this one out okay. yet. I'm hoping you could get me through it. Okay. Astronomers estimated the age of the star HD 140283. Mm -hmm. You know that star. Oh, yeah. who doesn't? Is he kidding me? Is, uh, it's it's 14.3 billion years. That's its age. Which would make it 500 million years older than the universe itself. Oh, is yeah. that right? Yeah. Wow. That is a, wow. That's crazy. That's a That's crazy, crazy stuff. That is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> that was, I picked that out of the news. That's Star Trek-y. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, maybe it's the, uh, maybe it's Frank Gorshin from, yeah, from, uh, from Star Trek. Where he was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Frank Gorshin. You love that guy, don't you? <laughs> He did all those great impressions. He did great impressions. Yeah. He was yeah. the black and white guy. Do you remember on? Oh his, yeah. yeah, he was the guy that, that was he was good yeah. and bad at the same time. Yeah, that and, was yeah. on the early Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah too. Uh, yes, Frank Gorshin. I loved him. All yeah. right. Yeah. So Tens of thousands yes. of people in Hong Kong protested the Chinese government's refusal to cede its power to pre-approve candidates in elections for the region's chief executive. Uh -huh. He doesn't want to resign. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. They're asking. They're calling for his resignation. Yeah. But and he want riot police are out there with tear gas and pepper yeah. spray. It's getting kind of interesting. It is getting very interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. What do you think about well, all that? Well, I do think it's the, they call it the umbrella revolution. They've, yeah. they've been taking, first of all, it's kind of a thing. 
sort of a re- homage, a reference to the fact that uh, people in Hong Kong carry uh, umbrellas quite often to shield themselves from the sun. Those are called parasols. Parasols. Yeah. And now they're using it to sh- uh, shield themselves from tear gas canisters that are flying uh-huh. around, which is a good thing. It's a practical application of the uh, parasol. And uh, the thing is, is that this Para- is Paris sprays. Paris. This is the the sort of the they're inching towards total control by the People's Republic of China over Hong Kong, and yeah. they had promised it before that they would that they would not interfere with candidates running for the head of Hong Kong. And now the People's Republic of China, Beijing, has now given a list of these candidates, and now they're saying they all have to be approved as patriots uh-huh. to the People's Republic of China. Of and that's where the root of this is, is going, and people are saying, no, you promised that this would be a transparent uh, a system uh, a process, and now you're now you're pulling your punches. Now you're saying no. Now the red Chinese or the commies are not likely to put tanks in there, although they do have thousands of troops stationed in Hong Kong. Yeah. So there is that possibility. This the thing that makes Hong Kong different is it's such a huge, I mean, huge financial center. Oh my God! And if it were to become inoperable the world's economy would suffer and most likely the chinese would suffer the most so they really have to be careful here i don't know what's going to happen the u.s-led bombing campaign in iraq and syria saw its biggest day so far with british warplanes joining the attack that was about a week ago they Mm -hmm. joined in at least 24 strikes were launched between the two countries where the islamic state or is is as mm. I like to call them, <laughs> controls a vast stretch of territory. It's kind of creeping in there, but in Syria yeah, and in yeah, Iraq, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's growing. Uh, Britain took part in the strikes for the first time since its parliament voted to authorize the campaign. That was last Friday. Mm-hmm. They had a nice little debate about it. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they had a debate, debate, and they actually voted on it. Yeah, but you know what? what? I, everybody, you know, John Stewart and everybody gets oh, on yeah. on our case for it. Was there an election? Was there an election pending yeah. in in England? Uh, the, yeah, it's probably. I don't know. No, I don't, I'm asking. No. no, there wasn't. Okay. No. Okay. All right. Oh, they, you're they saying would, because they would, they would be just as be, guarded in their responses to questions regarding I this if they were up for election. Well, ex- they do have in, nice debates, and I, we appreciate that. They're probably more intelligent members of, of representation the, there, but still, they weren't up for re-election. Well, the, there's a. I don't know, and I don't know. You, I'm not okay. The British Parliament could have said no. Well, could have. But the difference did. between them and us, yeah. I, I, and in terms of what one you're big s- difference is, there's a big election coming up for us, and I there isn't for them. Right. But this is the difference, and maybe there is no difference. I'm just going to say that what I see is America's role in this is, yes, they could. I think they could have said no, and they wouldn't have done it here in America. The Congress would have said yes, no matter what. The Republicans. Don't want to vote on this because yeah. if it goes bad, they can oh, yeah. point you it. Don't need point to tell but no, me no, but this. but no, no. But hold on, the leadership, the political leadership in this country would have said yes, no matter what. The population would have said no. Uh-huh. And that's my point. I, my point is, it's that they're no, not. No, but, but that wasn't John Stewart's point. I, I'm just I, saying. I understand. In general, I know for laughs and given, for you know. You know I it know, wasn't I, for laughs. He was serious at that point. That somehow we're going to stack up, side by side, Parliament. To Congress and judge them at this point in time because they debated in England and they didn't debate here uh, or put it up for a vote in the states. That was purely political, and it would have been purely political in England if there was a vote pending. Okay, a public vote pending. I, I think we should have had a debate. Oh yeah, I agree. I, but I, I but don't throw me uh, England. 
Yeah. Don't throw England yeah. up as an example of the best run government in the world when you know if they'd have been mm -hmm. in the public eye more and had their seat up for grabs in the next month, it's they wouldn't have wanted to talk about it. Except in England, the populace, I'm betting, is against this as well. So What's uh, that got to do with anything? Uh, well, I'm talking about the members I understand, of but it should have some impact on an election. It doesn't seem to matter. The people of America could say, in mass, could say, no, we are opposed to you going in with yeah. the bombing. The political leadership would ignore them and say it's best for the Amer uh, America and we're going to do it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't even know what but I'm that wasn't, exactly uh, Again, right. that's yeah. not John Stewart's I know, critique. I know. This is, you're bringing this in. I'm not disagreeing yeah, with that. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. Islamic State uh, uh, ISIS militants reportedly made advances in both Iraq and Syria. In Iraq, militants are said to have seized control of the town of Heat. Oh, yeah. H-E-E-T. <laughs> yeah, H-E-E-T. -E in Anbar province. In Syria, militants have advanced on Kurdish towns near the Turkish border, forcing tens of thousands of Syrians, as if they're not enough already fleeing, even more are fleeing. Also... A new Iraqi comedy series called The State of Myths. This the is State a of Iraqi, Myths. Iraqi. Iraqi comedy series depicts the leader of the Islamic State, or is uh -huh. lying on a sofa and revising his social media strategy strategy while attended by a sword wielding dwarf. Wow. Uh huh. That was on uh, Iraqi television. Wow, that sounds pretty hard hitting. Yeah. I mean, it does. I don't know it's what cutting edge. I I have no idea how how culturally. Derisive that is, but it sounds pretty bad. Yeah, why don't we get shows like that here? We, <laughs> sword wheeling dwarfs. Well, yeah. Game of Thrones. Okay, so there. Russia discovered what may prove to be the, a vast pool of oil in one of the world's most remote places with the help of America's largest energy company. This, now, doesn't that sound crazy? No. Russia is essentially. Uh, at odds with the U.S. Yes. I mean, that's a polite way of putting it. Yes. And yet Exxon is out there helping Russia search for oil, which would completely uh, People. turn the huh? People of Pe America, what? Exxon is anti-American. Oh, yeah. Exxon is anti-American. Yeah. You know what this is about? What? Well, we're imposing. You know everything, Mike. I, I seem to know this, and that is. America, uh, when they when the Russians were messing around with the Ukraine, started yeah. imposing economic sanctions on Russia. Uh -huh. And I remember an article on this on this particular subject. the The question between the State Department and Exxon was: Would they be allowed to move forward on an already agreed upon? Uh, agree uh, uh, contract with the Russians uh -huh. to help them explore this region. Yeah. And this was kind of our ace in the hole. The State Department's ace in the hole was the Russians are desperate to open up this this re this uh, exploration. Yeah. And if we had told, I mean, if it, Exxon had not gone forward with this, then that would have been a real bad. Uh, it would have been a significant dent in Russian econ the Russian economy. Oh yeah, absolutely. But. Exxon is concerned about all the other contracts that they have with Russia, and there are a lot of them. So they have, sounds like they forced the hand of the State Department and made and allowed them to move forward. So yeah, uh, yeah, now that that's sucks. That sucks if you're a, a real American. Yeah, yep. The uh, well-found uh, billion barrels of oil. Yeah, that's what they think is going Whatever. to be there, uh, which would mean more than the U.S. part of the Gulf of Mexico oil. So that's a, that's a huge, that's great, um, isn't it, Nathan? We need more. We need more oil fields. We need more fossil fuel being uh -huh. burned. Awesome.
In the Syrian city of Homs, at least 45 people, including 41 children, died of twin blasts outside an elementary school. Should have put this back in Syria, but I just wanted to yeah, get to it. that's right. The blasts were timed. Oh, I know. With the, for the, for the, when the students were leaving school. Yeah. So they'd kill the maximum amount of students. That's just, uh, uh, yeah. Just so... As you may recall, Mike. Yes. I think it was last week. Okay. We reported that thanks to the Montreal Protocol, atmospheric ozone is recovering. Yes. Yeah. We okay. did. Yes. Scientists just released their latest assessment, and the very slight thickening of the ozone layer is, as claimed, due to the phase out of CFCs. Much uh, credit goes to UCI. Yes. For that. Dr. Roll. Sherwood Rowan. Sherwood Rowan. Sherwood Rowan. Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, but. It's also due to increase, this thickening of the ozone layer is also due to the increased concentration of carbon dioxide and other heat-trapping gases in the atmosphere. So that's not that good. That's not that good. Greenhouse gases cool the upper atmosphere, that stratosphere, as that region of the heaven cools, ozone is rebuilt. The good news is, therefore, bad news. Thanks. Thanks yeah. for that, Nathan. I'm gonna go to secret stuff unless you well, got. I have something. one last one last thing. Uh -huh. uh, this is just one of this is my. Uh -huh. All right, the White House has confirmed that it's relaxed standards aimed at preventing civilian deaths for airstrikes in Iraq and Syria. This is because they're trying they're going after ISIS. Yeah, the Obama administration acknowledged that this policy announced last year, calling for near certainty of no civilian casualties in. Drone strikes. Yeah, yeah. Did I did I no, go ahead. did I jump the shark here? I'm sorry. No, no. Uh, it will not apply to current bombings. The admission it came in response to queries about a strike that killed about a dozen civilians in a village in Syria, and so the White House is acknowledging. Well, we are not as concerned about de civilian deaths as we said we were going to be ha -ha. when it comes to ISIS. Collateral damage. Collateral, collateral damage. Yeah. There he goes. I didn't know it was drone strikes. Because he's going off. What is why? Uh, he, well, it's collateral damage in general. Oh, that does. Uh, yeah. I know that bothers him. Yeah, it's true. There he goes. Uh, it's time for secret stuff, Mahler. <laughs> hey, oh, he's quiet. <laughs> he got real quiet. I got him going. Well, it's secret. Yeah. Because it like, kind of looks like. Shh. <laughs> Julia Pearson resigned as the Secret Service Director oh, after a year and a half on the job following a series of major security lapses that eroded President Obama's confidence in her. This was a just a really a F you, wasn't it? Wasn't it, though? I mean, an F is, up. Yeah. <laughs> F up, yes. Yeah, yeah it was uh, Pearson's say. abrupt departure one day after Obama expressed full confidence in her. Yeah, I know. Is, well, that's yeah, always... Came as lawmakers from both parties were death. calling for her... <laughs> to uh, get the hell out. A decisive factor in the president's change of heart was <laughs> that he learned only from news accounts that a private security guard with a gun and a criminal history had not been screened before being allowed to board an elevator with him. Yes. Last month in Atlanta. In Atlanta. You, you know, the other, the circumstances, <laughs> there's another set of circumstances, and that is yeah. the guy was on the elevator with the president, and he pulls out his phone and he starts uh, f uh, videoing his, this yeah. this this ride. And the yep. Secret Service said, "Knock it off," yeah. and he wouldn't do it. They literally, thats I mean, that's how I think they found out that he was not supposed to be on the elevator. How about the how about the incident where somebody had shot it in, uh, into a couple of windows in the White House? Yeah, 
Oh. And they didn't they didn't investigate because they said they thought it was backfires from backfiring uh, a car backfiring. They only the next day went out and found shards of glass under. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, how? What? Yeah, and then of course the guy that <sighs> got into the yeah. White House. Yeah. And he was tackled in like right short of the East Room there. Yeah. The only reason oh. this woman was in charge was because the Secret Service. Uh, the the uh, chief of Secret Service before her mm -hmm. had been thrown out after all those Secret Service guys were caught screwing around with prostitutes when, when yeah, the exactly. president went down to Columbia. Yeah. What is happening? Yeah. What is with the it's, Secret I think it's Service. safe to say that Barack Obama is probably the most targeted president maybe ever for people who want to kill him. What is going on with the Secret Service? All right. Also, young people who torture and kill animals are prone to violence against people later in life if it goes unchecked, studies have shown. Yeah. Okay, we know that. Yeah, we know. A new federal category for animal cruelty crimes will help root out these pet abusers before the behavior worsens and give a boost to prosecutions. For years, the FBI has filed those animal abuses under other. Now they're going to put it under uh, a felony. Yeah. yeah. Well. A group A felony, the same way that crimes of homicide, arson, and assault are listed. Well. My only concern is, you know, the false claims of animal right, cruelty, right. the misunderstandings that occur. Right. You know, I, I don't know, you know, if somebody just spanks a dog or and, right. and gets reported by a few neighbors and the, and the right. animal is howling and, right. you know, next thing you know, you're on a... Hey. I mean, who hasn't picked up a small dog in the wrong way and heard it yelp, right? The, yeah. You twist it. In, I don't think this is what they're talking okay, about, well, but nevertheless. <laughs> nevertheless. Listen, I never beat my girlfriend. No, I mean, I just, yeah. I, uh, uh, yeah. So. Also, documents released by the U.S. government show it views an executive order issued in 1981 as the basis of most of the National Security Agency's surveillance activities. This according to the ACLU. Oh, really? The NSA relied on Executive Order 12333. Let's see, who was president? More than it did any of the others. Yeah. Who Guess who? The yeah. order was signed by President Ronald Reagan. Ronald did. And it was intended to give the government broad authority over surveillance of international targets. Mm. A legal fact sheet on the memo produced in June of 2013, two weeks after Snowden's disclosures, said the NSA relied on the executive order for the majority of its activities. So we were relying on an order from, what, 30 years ago? 40. Well, 30, yeah, yeah. 30 years ago. For the NSA. 33. <sighs> I love Ronald Reagan. I'm so glad he's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not polite to say. I don't but, care. But I don't care. When it comes to Ronald funny. Reagan, honestly, I don't care. I really, I, I think. Well, they got the wrong guy. You know, back there in, yeah, in yeah. when it was 1981, I it believe. Was 19, you know, yeah. anyway, they, uh, no, yeah, just, they just, shot John Lennon instead. Just, uh, ju just, and not as much Ronald Reagan uh, as it was the people he surrounded himself with, and that—that's the—that's the crime, as far as I'm concerned. All the people that were still the consequences of their lunacy we're still dealing with. Well, the puppet bears some responsibility Absolutely. for having a hand up his butt. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Uh, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. <laughs> and what was it you'd like to say, Mahler? Wow, he's right up here well, next to me. Yeah, he, Take yeah, it easy, man. Take it easy. Woo! Would you like to listen to some news about drones in the news? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's what he wants. He gets right up on the mic now. Well, yeah, he does. I yeah. like the, I like that. He's a little more interrupted. Yeah. I'll see ya. Bye. I'll see ya.
Governor Jerry Brown vetoed a bill that would have required police to obtain, what is it, Mahler? Police to obtain warrants for surveillance by drone. He vetoed that. The California measure would have allowed some exceptions for police drone use without a warrant in the event of emergencies such as fires or hostage situations. Public agencies would have been allowed to use drones without a warrant in cases that didn't involve criminal intelligence gathering that were central to the agency's mission. But any footage would have been destroyed within a year. Brown said that while warrants are, are appropriate in some circumstances, the exceptions in the bill appeared to be new too narrow too. and he wanted more exceptions more drones essentially he wanted yeah more. whoa yep. yeah really yep well well at least by law enforcement yeah uh, also in a follow-up story mike because mm -hmm. we talked about this before the dutch tourist who crashed a small drone into yellowstone's iconic hot spring last year the mm -hmm. one that had colors blowing out of it mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. the psychedelic hot springs in uh, yellowstone he is uh, going to pay $3,200 in fine and uh, do some sort of restitution. I don't know if he'll okay. sweep up the park or whatever. <laughs> Theodorus von Vleit. No uh, relation to Don van Vleit, I don't think. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Captain, Captain Beefheart. Captain yeah. Anyway, his drone is still at the bottom of the spring. He pleaded guilty to violating the park's ban against using drones. By the way, there's like hundreds of drone videos on YouTube of Yellowstone. Oh, is that right? Yeah, but I guess, yeah. you know, they don't like the Dutch folk. Yeah. Uh, he is the second person to be sentenced for using a drone in Yellowstone this week. On Monday, another tourist named Andreas Meisner was sentenced to one year a ban in the park. Can't go back in a $1,600 fine. And by the way, in June, the National Park Service issued a moratorium promoting parks across the country to ban drones so i don't know i don't know i, th I think so they're just they're just going to be we need yeah. a place of solitude yeah, where right. there aren't things of technology yeah. around yeah. yeah i agree i agree it, because it will not be long before they're everywhere yeah yeah they i mean in a sense yeah now you're sitting out there breathing in the air looking at the beautiful s scenery although that's not something i do I don't want to be anywhere near nature except, you know, right where I am. Yeah. Nature's kind of scary to me. Yeah. Yeah. It can be. There's bugs. It can. There's animals with teeth. That's true. I don't like that. There's Ebola. Ebola? Yeah. There's that, too. There's, that's not in Yellowstone. I know, but you never know. Could be. <sighs> also, have you ever wished, Mike, that you could uh, watch, uh, could, uh, have a, uh, a selfie-taking drone? You know, have a look, you know, selfies. Well, I hadn't you know, until you, you heard just about said so. Things. Yeah, no, I'd love, yeah. And he'd like a little drone yeah. on your list. Okay. On your wrist, I mean. On your wrist. That would fly up in the air. Just take Know off. where you're standing. And just take a picture of and you. And take a picture of you. Just so, like, I was here kind of thing. You're here. And Gilroy, would, Mike was here. Kind and of it would fly up in the trees right by Mahler, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> and... And that would be that. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently they're going to do this. Okay. It's called the Nixie. It's a wearable camera that you can strap, snap off your wrist and turn into a mini quadcopter. Wow. Yeah. And I've seen. Well, the, who's the carrying the those things around, though? I mean, are you real? Are you, people are walking around with a drone strap? It's to a wrist? little drone. It's it a looks, little drone. It's a little wrist. Okay. You know, it looks like something. Right. I don't know. Mm. That a that a two year old would wear. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's a little oversized, obviously. It's still in development, but yeah. there you go. Yeah. Also, a man with a shotgun took matters into his own hands to bring down a drone flying over his neighbor's house, according to police along the Jersey Shore. It's kind of like in New Jersey. Is it kind of like skeet shooting? Yeah. 
Lower Township police said they received a call from the drone's owner who said he was flying the drone and it went down and he heard what he thought was backfire. <laughs> apparently he worked for the Secret <laughs> Service. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah. Did, did he hear pull just before yeah, his... Yeah, his, well, I would do that. <laughs> you know, I'd really, I'd really enjoy shooting drones. Wouldn't that be yeah, fun? Yeah, I, would, oh, I can see that. Yeah. That'll be a... That'll be a, that'll be a, a, a contest of sports someday shooting drones oh you know it also pennsylvania police found drones with a burglary ring which has been operating out of several states including new jersey this uh, authorities say the easiest way to get into commercial buildings is through different ducks and vents yeah. on the roof yeah that's true and now i bet criminals no <laughs> and, uh, yeah it's true yeah i'm sure it and oh now, yeah it makes sense the I mean, criminal element of our society yeah like you and me like yes we're getting drones and going over commercial buildings yeah. and seeing where we can get in which you know it's yeah. uh, you know uh, hey. remember when we used to have to crawl up on the roof just to case the place yeah we don't need to don't anymore need to we that. got drones to case it so macy's men's sale <laughs> i'm not waiting till friday uh-uh, uh-uh no way I'm going in now. My drone was on the week last week, <laughs> on the roof last week. Yeah, you know. There you go. Uh, okay. I'm going into domestic news now. Let's do it. A U.S. judge held Argentina. Uh, this is this is a U.S. judge. That's why it's here. In okay. contempt of court over its refusal to pay U.S. hedge funds. There's another U.S. thing in there. Mm. It's about U.S. hedge funds. Yeah. So Argentina, contempt of court for not paying the hedge funds. Uh, they're, of course... Our, our corrupt uh, yeah the vulture funds the so-called vulture yeah. capitalists yeah Argentina has moved to repay its debts domestically in order to avoid the judge's ruling which barred them from repaying any creditors without paying vulture funds off first first yeah. that's the key thing it's yeah. not like they said we are not going to pay this debt we've said this before but I want to make sure people understand they are more than happy willing to pay the debtors who had been part of an agreement that was signed some time ago then the vulture capitalists came in and said, we want to nullify that agreement because we want to be paid first. Yeah. Even though they bought this debt for pennies on the dollar, they went full payment. They're assholes. Can I say that? Probably uh, you can. Okay. You know, I mean, we have a team named after assholes. That's they, true. They have a big big A out there in Anaheim with a hole on top Amen, of it. Amen, brother. That? Amen. Say it. Yeah, the, the, that's right. The Los Angeles A-holes of Anaheim. <laughs> a patient who recently uh, returned from Liberia was diagnosed with the first case of oh, Ebola yeah. in yeah. the United States. The head of the Center for Disease Control, Thomas Frieden, announced the news on Monday, one day after the patient's admission to a Dallas hospital. Health officials say up to 18 people have been exposed to Ebola here. And on Wednesday, our favorite governor, Rick Perry, said five children had been identified and are being monitored. They're identified with Ebola. Okay. He just didn't because, identify five children. There, yeah, he's a kid. You There's five kid. kids over there. Yeah, We're going to monitor the hell out of you. The patient identified as Thomas Eric Duncan. This is the first guy that came here, apparently contracted the virus in Liberia when he was escorted, when he escorted an Ebola victim to the hospital. After arriving in the U.S., Duncan first visited a Dallas hospital last week, complaining of health issues. He was But sent he home. was sent home, yeah. despite informing the staff that he was in Liberia. Yeah. He said, I was in Africa. I've got some real health, health issues. I'm worried. Don't you think? I don't know. You think? What? Yeah. Did they maybe... They looked at his insurance card and said, well, I don't know. I mean, is that, I don't even know if that's even, you know, that's a possibility. You know, that yeah. he, he didn't have the proper level of insurance to, to be seen. I don't know. Yeah. That would be horrible if that was the case. But, well, let's start a rumor. 
more horrible things have happened. Yeah. The U.S. Supreme Court delayed early voting in Ohio hours before it was due to begin ahead of the November elections. Yes, this week. Okay. The decision places a stay on lower court rulings which had blocked state attempts to cut early voting from 35 days to 28 days. So the, they're back in place? No. The restrictions? Yeah, right. the restrictions are back in place. Yeah. yeah. The ACLU, which has challenged Ohio's bid to restrict voting, said that in 2012, more than 157,000 Ohioans voted on days that have now been cut. And, and that was more usually, than the difference in the election. Yeah, and that they're, was more they're than primarily low-income African-American voters. Yeah. And President Obama approved a plan that would let several thousand child refugees from Central America apply for asylum in the U.S. The approach focuses on having the children apply from their home countries instead of making the trek to uh, cross the U.S. border. The very dangerous trek. Exactly. Yes. I mean, we're assuming that it's dangerous. Who knows? It is. It yeah, is for yeah, the most sure, part. But sure. occasionally, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. not so much. The plan does not increase the number of refugees allowed in capping visas for Latin America and the Caribbean to 4,000. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. uh, and thanks to our good friend T.R. Black. Mm -hmm. What's that, Mahler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, a big, he's, he's a big fan of T.R. I don't know why. T.R. is a vile person. <laughs> a Florida jury, jury has convicted Michael Dunn of first-degree murder for killing a 17-year-old Jordan Davis in an argument over loud music at a gas station in Jacksonville. So you can see why T.R. would be like this. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he was a, a, a loudspeaker manufacturer, Mr. Black. Oh, so, let's yeah. see. That would be... It was Dunn's second trial after a jury deadlocked on the first-degree charge earlier this year, Dunn, who is white, shot at the vehicle carrying Davis and his friend ten times. Yeah. He, d he, got, he didn't like the style of music, Apparently I guess. Apparently they were playing some rap music. Yeah. And he shot into the car full of kids, full yeah. of teenagers. Yeah. Ten times. You, you got to wonder if it was country, if it was, I don't even know, yeah, I can't name a country I, artist. Yeah. I don't know any country artist. Leanne Rimes. Leanne Rimes? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm just, I think that she's country. Oh, yeah, if it was is. Leanne Rimes, yeah. whatever that is. Yeah. Is that a, is that a male or a female? <laughs> whatever Because you is. never know if there's country yeah. people. Carrie Underwood. Tell me, is that not homoerotic? You see those country guys out there? Don't they look, I'm, you know, I, not, not that there's anything wrong with no, that. No, no, nothing. But don't they look like, yeah, you know. Yeah, they look like, like they should can, be at, at, at uh, YMCA. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they do. They're all, well, Anyway, whatever. this guy, whatever his name is, Dunn, yeah. he never called the police. He shot 10 times in this vehicle, never called the police. Never went home, and, ordered pizza in, yeah. a, what was it, in a hotel room with his girlfriend, wife, and, yeah. and then called him the next day? Yeah. Uh, and it, by the way, he was convicted of attempted murder, second degree or attempted murder, of the, of the kids he shot that were in the car that weren't killed. Yeah. But the jury f refused to convict him, the, the first jury. Yeah. On a, on a first-degree murder charge, this new jury, this new uh -huh. trial, has found him guilty. That's right. Of first degree. Okay, I just want to make sure we got it. Stand your ground, baby. Coloradans. Yeah. Those are people who live in Colorado. Okay. Coloradans. Mm-hmm. Does that make their... Can you call them Radins? Can you short? say Coloradans? I, Coloradans. I, I just want to call them That's Radins. Radins? Yeah. Radins who use medical marijuana off the clock can be fined from their jobs, can be fired from their jobs mm -hmm. for doing so, even if they aren't impaired on the job. An appeals court ruled in a major decision. What? If it's just detected in their blood. What? 
That's what it is. Uh, and you know how a marijuana sticks in your blood for 30 days. But you can be fired for it what? if it's detected in your blood. Okay. You can have this job. You can be doing a great job yeah. at your job. Yeah. And it can be legal in your state to use marijuana, On which it is. On what basis is that? A divided Colorado Court of Appeals panel upheld the firing of a quadriplegic man for an off-the-job medical marijuana use, oh concluding that because marijuana is illegal under federal law, I knew it. employees I knew have no protection to use it any time. The two-to-one decision, which is precedent-setting, has broad implications not just for the state's nearly 109,000 109, medical marijuana patients, but for any adult using marijuana in Colorado since voters legalized this substance in November. The case is the first to look at whether off-duty marijuana use that is legal under state law is protected by Colorado's lawful off-duty activity statute. And that statute says employees can't fire, employers can't fire employees for doing things off the clock. So... That law is not holding up, according to this. Fairly the ruling not. could strip away any protections workers may have for using a legal substance in Colorado. Until federal law changes, employees will have few protections for using pot if their employees object. And that's the only ruling. If the employee wow. objects, then they can fire you because they don't like that you're using something legal. Which is all the more reason for the pharmaceutical companies to be tinkering with THC and then selling it to us for far more than... Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I think, I, I think this, this is, is where this whole thing is going. Yeah. And I that's that's right. why the federal government is where it is. They, yeah. they want the pharmaceuticals or they're being pressured by the pharmaceutical A lot of money in, pharma in, in marijuana. Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense in some perverse way. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, God knows what this uh, quadriplegic, how many medications he was on, but it's it's... His marijuana use <sighs> off the clock yeah. that gets him fired. That's that that flies in the face of logic and and the law as well. Boy, I wish I was on that Supreme Court or appeals court. California passed a landmark bill to address sexual assault on college campuses. Yes, the so-called yes means yes law is the first in the country to require schools to adopt a standard of affirmative consent when adjudicating sexual assault cases. Yes means yes. What what if yes means yes uh, and no and then yes? Well, but what if yes is, is it just, starts out yes and if, then it what becomes what if no means yes? You know what I'm saying? I you know what I, I'm I saying? Know, I, I know, know I, I know I know I've I've been hearing a lot of the talk radio has been going ballistic over with this, this kind of stuff. Have they been saying what I'm saying? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I you know for that. reading this re I don't know enough to really comment reading what you what you just said. Yeah. It does seem unwieldy and yeah. unworkable what you have to do get get a green card no it says i i want sex uh, and, I, and and, and okay. you know what i'm saying i'm i'm just assuming like yeah i'm just assuming that the law is more nuanced than what i'm reading yeah. about it i don't know so it i defines really consent as affirmative conscious and voluntary agreement to engage in sexual activity it specifies that lack of protest or resistance does not mean consent We'll see. That's where it gets yeah. crazy to yeah. me. Yeah, no. I, again, this is a reaction to the tremendous amount of sexual assaults that uh, that have been reportedly that have been reported uh, to be taking place on college campuses. Yeah. It's a lot. One, I think one out of four or one out of five women are reported that they've been sexually assaulted, yeah, that's, or raped. That's in college. bad. That's horrible. So this seems to be a hammer and nail approach to it. I'm not yeah. sure. 
if this is the right thing. Oh, but yeah. I, it, yeah. it is a reaction to to. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a reactionary law. To yeah, me. I don't know, and I feel uncomfortable saying, but yeah, it does yeah, well, sound you, like it. It if, does if this, sound if like If this it. had something to do with it Rick does Santorum, so, I'm you'd saying, be all over it. I'm saying it does sound like it. How's that? I'll be a little more definitive. Yeah, it just sounds hinky to me. Yeah, yeah. And that's not to deny that there's a huge problem. Right. That's not to deny that it's horrible when someone is raped. Yeah. It's just it, the definition here seems to be out of whack. And also and it takes I, away maybe some of the playfulness that is, you know, it just seems like we're, we're looking for everything to be quantified. And it's also an indictment of the fact that there's the systems that are in place at these universities where women do report being sexually assaulted have been woefully inadequate in terms of responding to it. Yeah. That is that goes as well for the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marine Corps, all of these these major institutions the post office. are not dealing with with this issue in a in a, in a the national a, guard yeah you name it uh, the, the, catholic, the catholic church the catholic church yeah. every major institution in this country seems to turn a blind eye when it comes to this kind of thing yeah and it's wrong so i'm also here in california we became the first state in the nation to outlaw plastic grocery bags brown signed uh, that's our yeah, governor that's brown statewide signed ban baby. sb 27 70, which prohibits stores from providing disposable plastic grocery bags to shoppers and requires them to charge for paper bags. Bag manufacturers call the new law a scam and vowed to repeal it. Okay. They argue that the ban will eliminate manufacturing jobs at bag factories. Well, yeah. Well, no, now, you how, know what? How, you... Many other, how many jobs have been lost Let's see. for any number of things the, that that they haven't protested about, the, but the, the uh, whale yeah. oil business is still pretty pissed off about you know the whole petroleum yeah. thing. I, this look, these bag manufacturers are already doing this. They're just crying wolf here. They they're starting to produce reusable bags that are made out of their plastic material. That they yeah. they just have to upgrade it so you can use these things more than once. The or that you can continue to use them. Yeah, you can still use plastic bags. Yeah. They just have to you, be biodegradable and reusable. And now they're doing more of that biodegradable yeah. material. And, well, yeah. So. When Facebook wham. is changing how it treats people. Okay. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know. I don't care, but okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I guess Mahler thinks that's funny. Uh, who they who don't use their real name on the social network? Oh, this okay. is following an uproar over its crackdown on pseudonyms used by drag queens. What? Yeah, Christopher Cox. You remember Christopher Cox? Oh, this is yeah. a different Christopher Cox. Oh, he's, he's Facebook's his... project okay. product chief. Oh. He apologized in a post to people affected by the recent sweep. He said hundreds of drag queens who were flagged for violating Facebook's real name policy will be able to use their stage names on Facebook. The spirit of our policy is that everyone on Facebook uses the authentic name they use in real life for Sister Roma. That's Sister Roma for Little Miss Hot Mess. That's (laughs) Little Miss Hot Mess. By the way, I, I love the fact that yeah. there's a drag queen out there who's using the name of the despicable dirtbag who was in charge of the Securities and Exchange Commission when the banks were scamming us out of trillions of dollars. Sister Roma? Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. She 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 would have been better as the chairman of the Securities and Exchange Commission yes. than Chris Cox. Well, this is a Facebook's product chief, Chris yeah. Cox. Oh. He's not a drag queen. Although oh, that would be I a misunderstood. Good, a good, uh, yeah, that that's what I was thinking. I really name. was there. Yeah. I was thinking that Christina was Christina Cox. Yeah, Christina Cox, yeah. All right. 
An alcoholic uh, New York postman was found to have hoarded 40,000 pieces of mail. I apologize to Chris. Sounds like Newman. Christine Cox. Yes, what? 40,000 pieces of mail. A New York postman was found to have hoarded 40,000 pieces of mail in his apartment. What? Sounds like Newman. Not to be outdone, a U.S. employee, a U.S. UPS employee yes. at an Arizona airport allegedly opened a parcel containing a $160,000 diamond, which he traded to his dealer for $20 worth of marijuana. <gasps> Wow. So that's what happened to my pot. Yep. Oh, I mean. My uh, diamond. Never, diamond. Yeah. That's what I meant. And uh, okay. anything else, Mike? Uh, just a couple uh, things. Yeah. Uh, Governor Brown, we spoke of a little bit ago, signed a what measure that would end the practice of forced sterilizations in prison. The move comes after the Center for Investigative Reporting revealed that over 150 females had been surgically sterilized without required state approvals between two, 19... Sorry, 2006 and 2010. Uh, there is a uh, there was a scathing um, uh, report. Who was it? I think it was ProPublica and This American Life disclosing the secret tapes made by a woman named Carmen Segarra, who was a former federal uh, Fed employee. Fed that would be the um, the Federal Reserve uh, employee. She had recorded these these. Um, uh, meetings uh, where the Federal Reserve Bank was supposed to question Goldman Sachs on some of its activity. I think we ca- talked about this last week, yeah. but this continues, um, and it, it continues, I think, to pick up a little momentum. And finally, the Republican Governors Associate Association has accidentally disclosed documents showing that wealthy donors were able to pay for increased access to the governors. These are Republican governors' mansions in several states. They just basically, we, we already know to be true, but this is just confirmation that the, this group called, um, the what did I call it? the Republican Governors Association, was selling time with governors for these corporations like Pfizer, Microsoft, United Healthcare, Walmart, to go in and say, this is the law we want, and the governors would turn around and do everything they could to make sure it happened. So it's just basically... The Republican Governors Association was the piano player in the whorehouse. Yeah, is what I'm trying to say. Uh-huh. Thank you. Well, they were they were the they were the no. madam in the well, whorehouse. Well, they were the mad. Thank you. Yeah. They were more appropriately the madam because because Richard Pryor was a piano player in a in a whorehouse and he had a lot more integrity to the. They were these. pimps. Yeah, they were pimps. Thank you, thank you. Or his his father was a piano player in a. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that, finally. Boy, that ended badly, didn't. I don't know, Mike. Did it? I think they did. Why, why don't you give it a little bit of up? Do something. Do something. Take your pants off and dance around. Do <laughs> I'll, something. For I'll me. try and whistle. Whistle. Go ahead. I can't. Go ahead. Wow, that's pathetic. Yeah, it is pathetic. Oh look! And yeah, finally, that's worth it. I, this is Sheldon when you wish you had video. Yeah, Boy. he's gonna. What? Well, no, I don't yeah. want to see him with his pants off. Well, you just did. I did. And finally, oh. vanilla latte yeah. and lemon pound cake continue to be the best-selling items at the Starbucks at CIA headquarters where baristas do not write customers' names on their cups. 